A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. After this, I'm after we're done recording, I'm going on Amazon. I'm getting you the fuck machine. It's time. <laughs> Y'all, Poodle needs help. Hashtag help Poodle. <laughs> There's a traffic cone down there that that a crew left. I'm going to go take possession of it. Bless bless your heart and bless your asshole. (laughs) Y'all, Poodle is is wound tight. This is reality gaze. It's been a day. It has been a week. Y'all, we got two more days. We're recording this on Friday this week. We got two more days of Mercury retrograde, and I don't think my phone's been <laughs> fucked up, my computer's been fucked up, my internet's been <laughs> fucked up. Everybody I know has had been having discussions with everybody that's that are just ending poorly. Every, <laughs> it's the world is falling apart, and I just want to have sex with somebody. <laughs> I want to have sex with somebody. Oh, I want to have sex with somebody. Oh, oh, I want to have sex with somebody. Oh, oh. with somebody I don't know. <laughs> that is my wow. new anthem. With somebody I don't know. <laughs> with somebody I don't know. Wow. Let me turn on Do with Not Somebody disturb. I met on Grinder. My dad was like, I walked out and he said, Are you done with your podcast? Haven't started yet. He's having technical problems. And my dad said, Oh, well, I guess it's difficult then. And I said, it, <laughs> it's difficult today. It's been a difficult day of getting technology to work. That was kind of shady. Well, sometimes my dad's shady. And then um, I gave him a piece of my Aunt Darla's meatloaf, and he said, tastes like mama's, and he was fine. Oh, what's in your mama's <laughs> meatloaf? It's, well, my grandma Hazel's meatloaf. It's just what's in everybody else's meatloaf. Meatloaf, green peppers, onions, garlic powder. I don't put green salt. peppers in my meatloaf. Um, do I put green peppers in my meatloaf? I grew up with it. I don't think I actually do to be, now that you yeah. said that. I don't think I do. No, you put onions. You... But I think I just put onions, yeah. Yeah. I put red peppers in mine before to add some more veggies. No one gives a shit about this. No one gives a shit <laughs> about this. No one gives this. a shit. <laughs> but, um, Dan, now do you put cheese? Some people put cheese in No! Aunt God, Peg- I would shit for days. Aunt Peggy puts cheese in hers. Aunt Darla's does not. Uh, Grandma Hazel did not. And Aunt Darla and Aunt Peggy, who really haven't talked in years anyway, definitely use that as another point of contention that the other one makes shitty Wait, meatloaf. their brother is in serious cancer mode right now, allegedly, and they won't even speak to one another? Dar- Aunt Darla didn't talk to Peggy when Peggy had cancer. <laughs> Y'all, trauma. That's something. That's trauma. Something. It, childhood trauma is real, and if you don't deal with it, 
then it comes out and it will destroy you and other people. That's all I have to say about so that. So go talk it's to someone. Sad. Go, very go sad. see a therapist. Y'all go to BetterHelp. Yes. Uh, uh, they're they're, they're going to be a sponsor of the show soon. They are. My cousin just had a great experience with BetterHelp. Um, but it is sad because no one is right and no one is wrong. They both have valid things that is a lot of hurt. But what do you do? So anyway, anyway. I don't think they'll get to that point, but don't fuck with the Mars. I what can you do? And I so I was have, saying, that's what you can do. It's, you could. I still haven't told the, the story about Aunt Peggy and Darla when my dad got divorced. I think I'm going to save that for a live save show. Save that for another live show. Yeah. I think um, before, yeah. That's a great story. So y'all, well, this is, oh, go ahead, Poodle. This is, this is Reality Gaze, and this is Summer House, otherwise House. known as Southern House, because Southern we're doing a little House. bit of Southern Charm secrets we're doing it we're going to talk about um southern charm 7 uh 13 season 7 13 secrets revealed there's not enough to talk about that for an hour so we're just going to talk about that for about 10 or 15 minutes and then we're going to talk about summer house so if you don't give up two fucks about southern charm just fast forward about 15 minutes and then um or however will, long we talk and then we're going to jump into southern uh summer house summer. uh you know, it's it is actually quite kismet that we are putting these shows together because unfortunately, collective sigh, um, they're coming out with something on Bravo, some monstrosity, some Frankenstein of a show called Winter House. And it yes. all Southern Charm people, it's at least Craig and Austin. I think they're the they're the only ones who are such attention whores. They'll do it all for that. They're, they're from Southern Charm, and then from Summer House, Paige is coming, of Hannah course. is coming, yeah. Kyle, Amanda, yeah. Lindsay, Sierra. and so far, pardon? Sierra, and Sierra is coming. And what did I thought I just saw? Um, they should just also add like Snagglepuss. <laughs> so it's like Marvel. <laughs> what is those Olympics yeah. that would do? <laughs> show of shows. <laughs> Snagglepuss. Um, they'll throw in uh, Tom from Tom and Jerry. And then Tom will like fuck, uh, will fuck Lindsay halfway through. And she's like, Tom, yeah. I think we're together. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of STIs, new STIs yep. introduced into that house. Well, maybe not. We haven't seen the episode where Craig and Shep came to Winter Winter House, came to Summer House, but apparently I that was a big it. deal. Yeah, I saw it. Did it's basically have, Craig going, so what do you do around here <laughs> for fun? Uh, what do you do around here? So anyway, we don't know if we're going to cover that or not. I, if you ask Poodle today when he's had one of the worst weeks in his life, he says absolutely <laughs> not. If you talk to him after he's been ramrodded by three guys I'll in a weekend, he might. You know what? All things are possible. With God, with Dick, all things are possible. <laughs> with God or Dick. And or Dick. Um, uh, God, I'm going to say God's not upset when we talk about Dick, y'all. You can still- suck it. You can fuck it. God loves it. It's fine. He made it. Okay, we're going to jump in. Don't want to jump into the show. I want Southern Charm. Southern Charm Secrets, otherwise known as basically moments so irrelevant to the storyline of the show that they could not be included. 
but we just want another episode for advertising dollars. Because <laughs> they normally do more episodes per season. Yeah. Yeah. This was the COVID. They got kind of fucked, and they didn't have enough to like do. So we're going to squeeze out the the sweaty, dirty underwear of yep. Shep mm-hmm. and Craig mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and wring out the sweat, and we're going to give it to your open mouths. That's exactly what they did. That's kind of what you want when it comes I'm like, to give it, I'm like Craig. a baby bird. I would, I would, I would gladly. You know how when you're having sex and it's getting hot and someone's sweating all over you? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Wait a second. Just let me, let me um, get there. I'm kind of I'm kind of okay if like I'm kind of okay with getting really sweaty. Oh, but, and sex, yeah. Yeah. I'm not okay with it getting with them getting their sweat all over my bed. So I have what's often called a play blanket that I float that I throw down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't call it a play blanket like a two-year-old toddler. Please don't do that. That's I, disgusting. You just should have seen his face right now. Like he just his his eyes said anywhere but here. Exactly. Exactly. I'm no, already been waiting. Play. I've already been waiting three hours to do the podcast because of tech issues. Some no. Someone once called it a play blanket and it stuck. Well, it should unstuck. <laughs> They need to process their own childhood infantile, infantile trauma. Um, anyway, so we're going to do this and we're not going to go through the whole thing because it just doesn't, we, it's just not kind of worth it. So we're, y'all, we're going to, th- this is a throwback to some of our TVT time listeners. We're going to give you some tea bags. We're going to give you some tea bags. We're going to so, tea bag our listeners. So Poodle and I are each going to have a tea bag that we're going to give you. So Poodle, what's your first tea bag of a of a Southern Charm moment from this episode? Um, my first tea bag. It goes hand in hand with another tea bag later, but that uh, Austin says Craig wears bracelets and he's really feminine and thinks that we are dating. Uh, and uh, and I would only imagine that Craig would say. We're not dating. <laughs> we're, Wait, we're not dating. We're not, we're not dating. I thought we were a couple. I thought I thought you said the other night when you were inside me that you loved me and you wanted to marry me. But there's something about him saying that Craig is feminine. And honestly, it's it's a little interesting hearing him say that because for he, he Craig might be a little feminine in his mannerisms. Just this is talking as a gay man, but like Austin is so quote unquote feminine in how he behaves with like Madison. I was gonna say if we're starting to use, <laughs> if, if we're, we're gonna go to there, use, if we're gonna go there, which we don't think is a good thing to no, do, actually, that's gross. Yeah, but if you're gonna do that, um, don't look who's calling the kettle pink. <laughs> because I actually, it's interesting when I think of energetically who carries more feminine things. Austin. To, to me, it is 100%. Austin. And I mean that in like Austin's really, and I think that's part of what Austin's problem with dating. Yeah. I think Austin, 
Craig, Craig is too, I guess, feminine masculine. Again, I hate even saying those kind of things. I think yeah, Craig, I feel like we're getting into an area where yeah. we're, 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 I, I only took it on because they talked about it. They, they said it. You're calling out their bullshit of saying yeah. it. Um, but Craig is much more, uh, mu- Craig embraces the artistic, the, um, and the quote unquote qualities that have been labeled as feminine. Right. He where does. I he think. Sews. Yes, whereas Austin... He's much more comfortable in his body than Austin. He is, and Austin doesn't. And I think if Austin didn't... Because Austin's, you can tell, Austin's a super, super, super... And I mean this in a, ne- a positive word. A lot of people think the word sensitive means is a negative because y'all... No. Jake, Jake and I were called sensitive boys. We were called... He's he's quite a musical boy, isn't he? <laughs> or like women are often called sensitive, and that's like a nice way of people saying they're crazy. Yeah. We hate that and we're not using i like to take back the word and i think sensitive sensitive is strong sensitive is beautiful and i think austin is very sensitive he's very emotional he's He's very emotional very emotional and and unable i think a lot of his struggle is he tries to quote unquote act like a man when he's denying his emotional there's a dissonance there's a dissonance there which is why he's we just read you austin i agree no i i completely agree with it he is actually one of the most interesting people on the show for me because i keep i keep watching the evolution of austin and i think if he's on it next season trying to like hopefully he's away from sea witch Although um, y'all, spoiler alert, we heard they're back no, together. I know. We heard and, that they were together. And it's one of the reasons she's is horrible for him. He's trying he's trying to like make her into what he wants her to be. And that's I, never gonna happen. Do you think that? I think there's not so much what he wants her to be. I think it's what he thinks they can be. I think Austin thinks they can be like a power couple, like a power reality TV couple. Nope. nope. She's she has already outed herself as one of the thirstiest people ever, and True. and and that ugh, it's a shame because she she was she was handling herself really well on social media mm-hmm. until all of this happened, and now she's just like dehydrated. She's all like it's just thirsty, thirsty attention, attention. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, That's fine. What's yours? My tea bag is. Boop, boop, boop. Alert, alert, alert. Craig is wearing a backwards hat. Alert. <laughs> Craig is wearing a backwards hat. No, I, I, I I've would, always thought Craig was attractive, but this just took me over the limit. I would tot- I would beg for it for Craig. I would be, I mean, we'd be in the bathroom together. I'm like, so you sure I can't give you a blowy? I'm blowy, <laughs> and he thinks it means a bump of Coke. Yeah. Um, I've never thought of Craig as a top, but when he turned that backwards, that hat around backwards, I was like, I just want to go down with, on you, blow you, and I want you to mount me like a jockey at Santa Anita. And I feel like he would kind of have that little look, and he would kind of smile while he was fucking you. Yes. Um, oh, like, and I've his ne- hair never, kind of I've fall down in front of his face. Before. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe. Oh, my God. This feels just like a woman, but with a little bit more stubble on your face. I love it. <laughs> um, I Y'all, it doesn't feel the same. It's no. different. I'm hurt. I need to bring up the fact, this is my second tea bag, that I was personally offended when Landon came on my screen. <laughs> okay. They like flashback show, and I kind of I went. I just went <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, she's the worst cast member ever. 
Oh. who talked like this, who kind of had a speech impediment. Oh, she was so awful. She was the awful. worst cast member ever who answered everything with a question. Thomas? Yeah. Thomas? Um, we weren't doing the show. We weren't doing Southern Charm when Landon was on, but Landon was the absolute worst. I kind of wish we were. Um, <laughs> I hate her. I hate her so much. I know you much. hate her so much. My next tea bag was y'all again. I called it. They're playing beer pong with Whitney and Austin and Shep and Craig. And someone says something about Craig's pubes. And Craig's like, I love that you think that I have pubes. <laughs> y'all, because we called it, it. they've been listening. Deep. It is so smooth. It is like you barely need hardly any KY jelly. It's just like it's just like a little dollop will do you. It's like Daisy. <laughs> just it's just like a little dollop of stuff. Have a and dollop then, of Daisy. Have hey. a dollop of KY. Hey, wait a minute. I can't do sour cream because I'm lactose intolerant. So can you just get a stick of I'm, butter? I'm really vegan lately. Wait. Um <laughs> it's like it's beyond. It, it's it's beyond how it really is. You know, who was it? Somebody said was in this. And I know Andy talked about that. How about they talked about Craig really has had the most kind of um, evolution in the, in the entire show. Probably yeah. more than any other totally. cast member. I have to say, when they show these flashbacks, y'all, they showed a lot of like young Craig sewing pillows and stuff like that He's, in this episode. He too. has. He's grown up so much. He's also, now he didn't look great on the reunion. But on when he gets on camera, Craig has also had the to me the best evolution of hotness. Of he, he looked kind of like this young twink, and I was not attracted to him at all. The beard and does now, everything for him. Yeah, and now he's kind of grown into a more of a just kind of just older, like just a man. And I'm I, just like Craig. Who I are you? Need to say something, and I'm embarrassed that I think this. Austin with those glasses and that chunky sweater was actually looking good to me. Okay. Thank you for saying that because <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. I want to throw some, myself at my window right now. But sometimes I have to say this, Austin looks really attractive. In this, I know. In, and in I feel disgusting episode. saying that. And I feel like, and I'm, and I'm apologizing for it right now because I really don't feel like I should ever think that. And I feel gross for thinking that. Cause his hair is like, he has beautiful hair. He does his hair. Well, he just he just opens his mouth and then you lose your boner. And then I have a problem with his like raspy voice. And then because tongue of his medicine. Medicine. I don't have much problem with tongue. But I lick your asshole and it feels like a Saint Bernard's giving you a rim job. Just Um But I'll be honest, that that chunky sweater and those glasses were doing it for me. Maybe I was just horny. Um I don't know. Water is wet and so are you. Y'all. Um, I want to say one other thing. I'm such a vapid gay man because that's all that I have to talk about this show. Yeah, really. So whatever you want to talk about. Um, but the, 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 we're acting like everyone listening out there is not as like oh, not I do as have vapid a... as we are. Y'all, you're you're all that girl. We're you're all, all that girl. You all looked at Austin and went, "Would I do it? Oh wait, I would." You would. You would. You yeah. would. You would. Oh, I do have something else, but maybe you're going to bring it up. No, so I was going to say, y'all, Pat, we did a little, we did a yes, little um, expose about. of Miss Pat and Michael, and it turned out 
I loved this. Got Michael or employed Michael because there was a woman who Michael had been working for who died and Pat literally kind of bought him from the woman and before she was before she was, before she was, she was buried. Buried. <laughs> and i went this is a poodle boudreaux move and honestly it's kind of a matt mar move too yeah um if i heard you're if you're a good butler and i i'm like i did enjoy okay. that, that uh when she's like he's like yes he's like well what do you make but she's like well in investments i don't know she's like you're probably worth more money than me and uh michael's like <laughs> yes i am yes Girl, I, I got am. bitcoin money bitcoin money <laughs> she read d um i think that's about it i did i did want to say that there was a moment when when i believe it was was it shep and some others and craig they put ketchup on their hot dogs and i lost my mind because ketchup y'all does does not belong on a hot dog well that's a very chicago thing right i know it's disgusting they wait in Chicago. Do they hate no, it? Chicago, when you put, they put raw tomatoes on their hot dogs. But they hate it when you put ketchup on their hot dogs. I think right. They the do. The world like, does. New York hates it when you put. ketchup No, there's on like hot a dogs. famous hot dog shop. Come out of sissies. There's a famous hot dog shop shop in Chicago. And either I think like when you put, like they don't even have ketchup. And if you try to do it, they get really angry. Well, no ketchup. Does, ketchup does not belong on hot dogs. Ketchup does not belong on hamburgers. Ketchup belongs on French fries. Okay, um, <laughs> let's chop this up to things we don't Yo, care that much about and thing. Poodle has an opinion. Here's the oh, thing. God. Ketchup is a dipping condiment. It doesn't matter. And if I don't you care. put ketchup on your eggs, you are a savage. No, you do what you want. <laughs> nope. You nope. Some people have some you know people what you put on hot dogs? People? You know what you put on hot dogs? You put ketchup. Sorry. Your you ass? Put, you put, well, yes. You put mustard, onions, relish, or chili. And a hot dog, a Chicago hot dog has all, and some kraut, maybe. And ketchup, mayo. Ketchup does not, no, 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 no. No, mayo, you put mayo, yeah, or Miracle Whip. Nope, nope. Fuck you with your Miracle <laughs> Whip. Coming in here. Don't bring that shit in here. I'm just saying ketchup, I, 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 I don't. got it. It's not necessary. It is a dipping condiment. Okay, ketchup we gave ourselves a 15-minute 15 15-minute 15 limit. Off. We have to stop. There's one other thing we should bring up that is actually <clears throat> plot-worthy. Y'all, Danny, Leva goes with Danny. Danny has an old ring um, from an from uh, someone that she was engaged to. And y'all, she sells her ring to help fund her storing her eggs. This ring was $22,000. Good for her ex-fiance. Good for her ex-fiance. And good for Danny. She's going to use that money to save them eggs. Good for her. I was, ha- I, was, I was happy about that. Y'all, it, this is really not Southern of me. If you have a ring that was over $22,000, I want to see that picture. I want to see that ring because that's, that's a, a lot that's of money. It's an expensive ring. I, I, yeah. think, I, I think the most I could spend on an engagement ring would be like ten grand, And even then, that would be a lot. Twenty-two thousand well, dollars. The idea of the they the, they say the three-month salary rule—that's bullshit. That's, that's outdated. That's outdated. Um, I think you should just get something that that both you and you you obviously know your fiance well enough when you buy an engagement ring. Um, and you get something that looks good. That obviously, preferably not some kind of fake cubic zirconia or something like that. But even a small diamond is wonderful. Something that's like understated that says, I love you. Here's what's to come. 
blah, blah, blah. You don't need a huge motherfucker of an engagement ring. Speak You're for already going to have a wedding ring. Speak for yourself. No, I, um, I really believe this. We should we should be reasonable in our engagement ring choices. You don't no, need three months' salary. I agree. We should. Yeah. I'm teasing you. We should, I agree. Do you don't you need – if you make – if you make – I'm just saying if you have a $20,000 right. ring, I want to see it. I love jewelry. But like if you make five grand a month, um, that's – I think the three-month rule comes from it should make you hurt a little bit. The idea uh, it should kind of hurt stupid. you a little it bit. It should hurt you. And that's dumb too. This is very male perspective. I wonder if there's so many women, maybe not, that are like, no, I don't know. But I, but you're gonna there. There's gonna be a wedding ring as well. Yeah. So and usually they're you know they go together. But yeah. you know again you're right. <laughs> this is a very gay male perspective. Oh, no, we perspective. don't buy rings. We don't buy. We don't buy rings. Ring. There's somebody. There's somebody who's like, bitch. I'm listening to these guys and they are wrong about rings. If you rings. knew how many rings I've thrown back in men's faces, <laughs> just just cock rings, <laughs> just cock rings, and they're cheap. Can we start the southern yeah. the summer house? Yeah, that secrets revealed, y'all. That secrets revealed. <laughs> okay, let's. Let's jump, jump into, into a season five, episode three, the sandwich between us. Now, this was a good name for a show. It was. They. I feel like this was better. such a lackluster episode. I. And, and maybe, and maybe it's this is this is how this season is going to go. I need to I see. I need to stop seeing clips and so much being said about their work schedules. I just don't want to see oh, that. It's so obnoxious. I don't right? want to see that. I want to see people yeah. partying all weekend, being stupid, being frivolous, getting drunk, making bad decisions, and eating not... after they're drunk. That's my yes, favorite moment. Yes. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see people fucking talking about. Um, spreadsheets. They keep showing like Danielle working. She's like, well, the the quarter what are you report? I don't give I a don't, fuck about Danielle's this, job. This just reminds me of my cubicle warrior job, and that's not <laughs> why I watch this show. Um, I I oh. agree. This season is different, and I hope the editing favors less of what people are working on. Y'all, we'll have to be. If you jumped on this first, this is your first season of Summer this House. This is not what Summer we House We apologize. Like. This is not. Watch season three. Watch oh season God. four. Y'all, season they three. Great. Season three of Summer House is when, is when I kind of started watching a little bit of it. Season, the latter half of season three is killer. Season four, the first part of season four is amazing. So it just better editing team, bravo, get it together. And if yeah, I hear the word, COVID. if I hear oh. the word spreadsheet or deadline one more time, I'm gonna fucking go insane. Or gotta get, gotta go to bed. Time to go to bed, you guys. It's ten thirty. I'm like, no, you have to get up and like get drunk and jump in the pool and hook up with the girl. Exactly. All those things. All those things. But let's jump back to where we left them. Y'all, it's still Sunday night. They just had dinner. Hannah is crying her eyes out because she just had a conversation with Luke. It did not go well. And Luke keeps saying this threatening thing that I don't like. Choose your words wisely. Choose your words wisely, Hannah. Gross. Um, But Hannah's completely losing her shit. And she says, stop texting me goodnight. Stop texting me altogether um and she's pro she's basically she's crying she's like you brought this girl in this house to make me feel bad uh and he completely and they show clips he clock he cock blocked her all summer long he cock blocked her with austin he cock blocked her with every well, guy that was around finish, you didn't finish the thought he, he brought the girl in but 
when he saw her with other guys, right. he flipped out and cock blocked right. her. He yes. cock blocked her. And so uh, basically Luke keeps saying all I kind of his basis in a lot of this is he's just saying we were friends and Ciara, who is quickly becoming my, one of my Sierra. favorite. And oh, what did I say? Ciara, 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 who's, I can't remember her fucking name, but she's becoming one of my favorite <laughs> she's people. My favorite. What's her name? She's, she's kind of like the Julie from real world. I'm totally dating myself on this, but she's kind of like You're the old, you're old. She's kind of like the, the Julie or like the Cameron from Summer for um, a Southern Charm, who's kind of like the reasonable one in the house. Because she says to Luke, she says, are you diminishing what you guys had? And Luke's yeah, she's like, keeping it real. Um, beca- and, and Luke kind of really doesn't have a response to that. He keeps saying no, but basically it, it – I don't know. What do he, you think? Well, he tells, he, he keeps he saying tells that he was Sierra, very upfront. He tells Sierra, she's like, Hannah's like my best friend. So like, uh, and, and he tells Sierra, I like you. I always have. And, um, and he, but Hannah brings he, this up later and says, you don't come in your best friend's you mouth. Don't come twice in your, in the no, no, you don't come in your sister. You're like, I love you. You're like my sister. And he's like, you don't ejaculate in your sister's mouth twice. <laughs> that was what it was. Yeah, agreed. You don't. Only in gay porn do you ejaculate in your brother's Can't, mouth no, twice. No, no, you don't because it's not your real brother. <laughs> they are not related. That's all part of this. And so he acts like she I want to doing- go on record saying I have not ejaculated in any relative's mouth. Good for okay. you. Good for Sorry you. Sorry I have to say that, but I just want to go on record. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> even Sierra is kind of like, I feel like there are mixed signals because he didn't tell her about Sierra at all. Um, Here's the thing, y'all. He's a fucking fuck boy. He's That's a fuck all, boy who, who got caught. Yeah, he's a fuck boy. And here, this is the worst thing, y'all. Luke is what I call a class president. They need to be liked by everybody. And you yes. can't do that without letting down some people. So you're going to let down some people and then you're going to get really mad that you let down some people and you're going to double down on that. And you're still going to be everybody's boy scout. He's too Minnesota for his own good. This fucking class president vibe needs to go. He's been everyone's favorite for the, from the beginning and I see through it and I hate it, which is why I kind of, even though he's hot, He's less. He's the least hot person in the house to me, and I know that's that's weird. Some sissies people. don't agree with us. They've come through on there like, "Are you kidding?" And because they, would, I agree, but, and I'm just saying what I feel. I'm like, just saying, I would, if I you would take Kyle over Kyle over Luke any day. I just want to say this: I sissies. would take Stephen over Luke. Oh yeah, I, I think Stephen's really attractive. Me too. Um, um sissies, I'm going to say this, and this is a read, and I'm reading you for filth, but it, I'm going to say oh, they this, and came I, at us, and I might get letters for this. But I'm going to say, if you think Luke is the guy you would fuck from Summer House. You need to fucking process you, that shit. You, you date bad guys and you need to fix that or yeah. things aren't going to end well for you. Because he is an unavailable yeah. guy. If you think Carl's the guy you'd hook up with, girl, come sit by me. Because <laughs> we, both, we both know what we need to work on. And but, if you want to fuck Steven, that's probably why I would fuck but y'all. Because Steven has a 401k and I have a hard on. Um, I think he has other problems though. Uh, yes, but yes, I um, think 
He just knows well, how to act well on television. Well, we'll talk about that. So, but uh, should, we, like, should we take a commercial? So, um, let me finish talking about Sierra and Luke okay, and then yeah, we can do that. Um, I think Sierra says basically, she's like, you know, I feel bad for Hannah, but I do still have feel. There's a history of Luke. She can't deny that she's attracted to him. Um, and so we're kind of left with, she's trying to, she's trying to help. She's trying to be, be there for Hannah and like be a new friend to her. But Sierra does see what's going on, but she still wants that D. Right. So that's all I wanted to say. And on that, let's take a commercial. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies 
Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, we're back. Where are we? Let's, you know what, we, I was, while we were on break, and, um, oh lord, I actually was checking our Twitter, and <laughs> we got a, we got a tweet, uh, from, and so it's interesting, because we're about to talk about Lindsay a lot, and it, they, they, we got a, a tweet from, uh, a sissy who said, God is my witness, I'm gonna get you to appreciate Lindsay, she's TV gold, you see a brow, you see a brow-beating maniac, Yes, I see. I do. She said, I see. But this is a good point because she said, I see a self-assured woman. Her mother ditched her family, but Lindsay still went on to be successful, which is very true. Meanwhile, Carl gets fired from three plus jobs, but gets uh, a clap for making the bed. That's fair. You know what? She's that says he's right. That sissy is right and fucking, and because we want to fuck, and we admit it, because we want to fuck Carl. We give him a we, pass a lot of times. We get digmatized. Mm-hmm. We get digmatized. So that's fair. Now, do I still think Lindsay has a little bit of um, some uh, codependency issues? Yeah. Let's talk about Lindsay. But she did really, that's, she did, her, she was ditched young by her mother. And she Have talked you about ever her. made me a sandwich? Save it. <laughs> Okay, everybody, let's talk about Lindsay. She, I do think Lindsay is TV gold, and I, you, maybe, I don't know. I remember, um, I actually, the, in some seasons, I really like Lindsay, and I like, so I go back she and was, forth on her. She was much better in the, uh, in the previous seasons that I've seen. I think she only has problems when she's been drinking, for me. Yeah. And then she, she's quite reasonable. But I also think she, what I really like about this storyline is that I think um, you know I like this storyline but then I don't like it because y'all this storyline is real life for me not for me personally but for so many of my girlfriends that are my age that are in Los Angeles right now they're in their late 30s and 40s and a lot of them are having this like do I have a baby Right. Not because they need to. Women don't need to have a baby. And I also want to say you don't need a fucking man to have a baby, Lindsay. I mean, yes, it's expensive, but 
You can raise a child on your own and be a fantastic mother. But that's not what she wants. But she that's wants not what the she whole wants. family. She wants the mom, and a lot dad, of women yeah. and men. But a lot of women go through this, I think, around our age here in California. Now, in Oklahoma, they go through this when they're 24 because everybody gets <laughs> fucking married here early. And then you're divorced by 31. So, um, but second marriage. Second but, chance. But again, I, 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 part of me, like the psychologist in me, loves this kind of thought process of what Lindsay's trying to go through. But as a fun person who just wants to watch people get drunk and fuck each other, I'm like, I don't want to hear about your life plan to get married and have kids. I want y'all to just fuck each other on the summer house. I think the biggest <sighs> problem is how she is. Like her friend, even Danielle says, she's looking over all the signs that are coming at her that he doesn't want to be that person for her. Yes. And, and yes, uh, Danielle kind of, says Lindsay's forcing this relationship because she's getting older and she's desperate right. for it to work. Y'all, and, that and that's is honestly what it feels like. That is what it feels like. And that makes me sad because I know so many women who have done this. So what would you, they feel like this is their last stand to have children. So what would you say to them? I would say to them that, and you know, that y'all life is not about what we want. It's about what we get and the most that we make of it. Mm-hmm. And I think for so many y'all, I, I, I expected, I still have regrets in that I expected to be farther on with my own personal career and stuff than I am now. I know you did too, but it's this, you have to let go of those expectations. And I think I want to say, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, and for a lot of my girlfriends that for Lindsay, if I would tell Lindsay, like, look, you want to be a mom, you want to have it like, let go of the idea that you need to have. Um, that you need to do that with a husband. It would be great if you could, but have you ever stopped it? Because some women don't even consider, they don't even think about the option. And it's, what did you just say? You said something, you were reading some meditation book or something and it talked about when you see a problem, (laughs) you don't even remember. Yeah, you said something really great to me and I went, that's a really good quote. It was like, when you see a problem to step back and look at all the things surrounding it or something Uh, like that. I know it was. When you step, when you you run across what you think is a problem and take take a moment and step back and then really just uh, take a moment and then you'll realize maybe after examining examining it from all sides that it never was really a problem. It's something you can easily find your way around. Yeah, and I just um, want, not that I'm, it's easy to have kids, but maybe not having a husband to have a child and a family, maybe that's not a problem. Maybe that's an opportunity. Well, well what do you think? My thing is expectation is the, um, is the opposite of contentment. And exactly. that is not to say you should not have expectations of what, but as soon as you put designs on a relationship, you guys, like this is going to be the guy I have children with this is this is it um expectation you will never be happy if you yes. are always thinking about that goal because you're thinking we we've had so many friends they they get with a guy and you can tell they're like this guy's the one so instead mm-hmm. of like enjoying dating they're just waiting to get engaged yeah like Lindsay and then putting when, her plan on paper Ugh. yes and then getting in and then when they get engaged instead of enjoying the engagement they just say things like i just want to be married can't already wait till I'm, I'm married already can't wait and till then I have when they're married child. and then when they're married it's like oh i just can't wait to have kids and i just wanted to shake them and be like 
be happy that you're just with someone who loves you and enjoy enjoy that enjoy your relationship time enjoy your engagement enjoy your time married without children enjoy your pregnancy all of that here's the thing if if well maybe don't enjoy your pregnancy but i'm I'm saying i'm saying not putting things on your pregnancy exactly but but i'm saying if you're worried about your age if you're 40 um, and you're you're still you're just got engaged. Freeze those eggs if you can. Uh, that's a thing I've recommended no. a, a lot to my girlfriends. There's so much, and y'all, we get it. We're two gay men talking about this. I'm really kind of speaking as a mouthpiece for, you know, I'm friends with guys, but I'm friends with mostly women. So I just have a lot, a lot, a lot of girlfriends that have confided with me and cried to me and talked yeah. to me about this. So but, I'm hope I'm e- echoing it well. If I'm not coming, but this, you know, let me but know. This desperation will only lead you to non-contentment. You will always but, be upset. And I know it's privilege and money that it takes to freeze your eggs. So I know that's not something easy to do. And also I think it's painful to extract them. So I don't yeah. want to act like it's like, like men, it's not like giving fucking sperm, which you just, that's it. However, if you are this stressed about this and you have the option to work where I agree with you, I've told friends, freeze your eggs. You're still going to yeah. have stress, but then at least, you know, you're not shutting the door forever on something you might, that you want right. so badly. Cause everyone who's watching this is like, Poor fucking Steven, because she is intent on this and whatever he thinks, she's going to get what she wants. Well, so I think this goes down to this is about love languages. It's interesting that they talk about that. Um, I don't know if they necessarily see all of the love language, because from the little bit I'm seeing, I don't we don't know how interested Steven is in Lindsay. But if Steven is committed to Lindsay, a lot of men when they realize women want to like walk down the aisle with them, what do they do? They feel like I'm not ready to be a husband. I'm not ready right. to be a father because I haven't made it in my career. I'm not totally self-sufficient. I don't own a home. So again, a lot of the men have pressure in future and future thinking, but also how do I provide for this child mm-hmm. and for this family? And I wonder if Steven is working so hard because he's putting that pressure on that himself is, and Lindsay doesn't see it. That is completely possible. Um, I, I think it can everything can be revealed by what he has said to her that I came here not because I wanted to, but I came here to support you. I came here to be with you in this time. I'm not a Stephen advocate here, you guys. I'm just repeating what he's what what he is telling her is my support for you, my love language for you. Uh, for you is to come here. This is my time. And yeah, and she does not, she sees the quality time for her is time with just them in an, in a space. And I don't know if she, if she, and I, I doubt this, Lindsay has never really been in a relationship in the house. So she's wanting to hang out. I'm, 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 de- I'm defending Stephen here. Lindsay's wanting to hang out with her friends, but also have her boyfriend at arm's length. So I I seriously doubt they're having one-on-one quality time together ever. Well, they do at the end of the episode. Well, but but I'm saying that's because he has to do it. I think this is unwinnable for him. And I know you said we had our our listener who pointed out, uh, Lindsay, 
Lindsay's going to destroy, and Carl said this, Lindsay's going to blow up every relationship unless she can bulldoze her way through it. I think Lindsay is not, a part of Lindsay is not happy with herself. Amen. She's not content with herself, so therefore she's got to put this pressure on someone to make her happy, when if she was just happier with herself, I think she could still ask Stephen for time, because I do think, like Danielle said, it's fucking ridiculous that Stephen wants to work at 1047 at night. It is. It totally is. And he's doing that, he's doing that because... Uh, right, because he, I guarantee you, not defend him, but he's doing that because being with, I don't think he's ever really experienced what's like being with Lindsay and all of her friends in and that we don't, space. Yeah, and we don't know what he's like in a relationship like. I, yeah. I think, again, it's figuring out. I've been in a relationship, my current boyfriend, he's a very, very hard worker. And when we would go do things, he would be a little bit more of, he would think he would think just by being there and being in the same room with me meant that that was him being there. And that's, I had, that's not, so in Lindsay's defense. And that's not good for you. And that's, but in Lindsay's defense, that's not. That's not being there. I think they both need, I would want to ask both of them, Stephen, what is your what is your definition of being there for Lindsay? Right. And Lindsay, what's your definition of of you being there for Stephen? Yeah. Because a lot of this conversation too was about all about what Stephen needs to do for her. There wasn't a lot of conversation about how Lindsay supports Stephen. Right. Also, when she she he should not have said, Can you make me a sandwich? Because that no. was the beginning of the end. That was the beginning was of the end. Of the end. Y'all, we just had a really rational adult conversation about <laughs> this. And I think that's great. However, I think like we could best describe to you, for some of you that saw this and don't know what was going on, I think the best way we could describe this, Poodle, I think this is our first reality gay summer house theater. Summer house theater. You were so behind. You were way early. Oh yeah. Catch up. Um Poodle be playing the role of Lindsay. I'll be playing the role of Stavi, aka Steven, and C. Hey, hey babe. Hey babe, what's up? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm kind of hungry. Could you get me like, um, do I have some Cheez-Its or? What do you you mean? What do you want? I haven't seen you the whole day. Hey, babe, we woke up in the bed together. Like we woke Uh, up, we got ready. Yeah, and you woke up and you jerked off and I saw you and you like jerked off on my hip. What the fuck, Steven? What? Babe, I, I, I looked at you. Through the glass, your you reflection what? the whole time. You know what? What's happening? You have not supported me once when I was here. What hey, do you want from me? What do you I, want from me? Wait, hey, what? I'm just, I, hey, I'm frustrated too right now, you know? You don't have to be so you know dramatic what? about this. Say so you want a sandwich? I want a sandwich. I want a fucking sandwich. How many sandwiches have you made for me? Um, uh. I have not. And I you know not. what? But I came to support I, you. I, I came know, to say, I know you don't ask me how my work day is. How's my work day? Ask me how my work day is. You sit there on your phone all day. I can tell you how it's going to be. But you know what? I know you came in to support me. You know what my love language is. What is my love language? What is my love language? What is my love language? Eating your pussy out. No, what is my, that's how we, we are when we're our special love time. What is my oh, love language? Uh, 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 Oprah. 
No, biggest with a Q. Uh, uh, um, Qbert. I love that game. You like playing quality video time. Game. I love quality, quality time. time. Okay, you quality. Okay, quality time. And yours, okay. I know, is touch. Yours, I know, oh, is yeah, touch. Babe. Touch that to dick. Touch I, need, I need touch you. Oh, I need what? you. Huh? I need you. I'm hungry. I want a sandwich. Would you mind going to give me a roast beef? Fuck you. And scene. That's basically, it was just her screaming at him. And my favorite thing of what she said is, Lindsay, y'all, Lindsay says in all seriousness, I'm just a highly empathetic person. Oh, oh I forgot about that. I'm a highly empathetic person. I don't Poodle, know if what she's it, using that it, word correctly. What does empathetic mean? <laughs> I know, but just for our listeners. Empathy means that you, you can pick up on, you are, you are good at sensing other people's feelings on a topic or you put yourself in their you shoes, can put yourself in people's shoes. You can, I, I mean, highly empathetic usually means that you're kind of connected to the feelings of people around you and that you understand and are yeah. almost sometimes even processing how they yeah. are experiencing yeah, the situation. Exactly. You are, you are, you are, uh, you're doing more. It's like during, um, during, COVID, um, I've been, I know I, I don't always sound like it, but I'm a pretty empathetic person. Um, and I take on energy of people around me, especially from COVID and things like that. And so I have to like, let that go. Um, yeah. but I don't know if Lindsay's exactly really feeling what <laughs> Steven's going through right now. Yeah. Like, because that's what that I like that's Lindsay. And again, for her. Like our Twitter user, I get it. She's she is successful and she didn't have a mom. But just because you don't have a mom and you raised yourself and became a successful person doesn't mean you can be so self involved. Yeah, I feel like I feel like she can be a boss and do all that. But and I and I do think that the cameras will always draw to her for drama. Um, yeah, but and I just think Lindsay's not happy if you're not talking about Lindsay. I agree. I mean, honestly, she's not my favorite person in the house. And anytime uh, we've seen her blow up at other people in the house, it is because she feels like she's not getting what she deserves. I also think she's gets along much better with the guys in the house. Um, and Danielle, who she's known forever. Guys uh, in the house that she's not romantically involved with. True. Yeah. 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 Um, you can tell that like her and Paige and Hannah – Amanda, they all can't stand one oh, y'all never never nerp per nerp <laughs> nope 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 nope, um, nope, 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 nope. there's a little bit about uh uh perry calling Paige that i think is interesting that um perry calls her her boyfriend and says i'm looking at the apartment you want to go to miami for a couple months and she's like I mean, not Perry is hot though, man. I agree. I, I like get to see it. him shirtless. Ooh, y'all, he kind of has this like Bobby Cannavale Italian face, and you just want to, ooh, nice dick. Um, said it, said it. Uh, let's so it's the next morning, and again, y'all, it's shots of them working. Everybody's working. See Ugh. that building day after day after day after day. <laughs> I was the one who set the line. I was the one who posted the Instagram filter. 
<laughs> I was the one who did a podcast, see that building. I'm working and working and working. Anyway, I was a publicist who published that article. I was the one who made that alcohol. <laughs> Y'all, that is a deep cut from James Taylor's most, working. The It's not just James Taylor. James it's Taylor every, and Stephen Schwartz. Schwartz. It's, every, it's like Craig Carnelia. It's like 11 authors. It's 11. It's a musical I in the 70s. I called it James Taylor's working. <laughs> James Taylor wrote like two of those songs. They were good Steven, songs. Stephen Schwartz wrote most of those songs. I think he did write Working, actually. Yeah. I like it. From James Taylor's Working. <laughs> Y'all, Working, it's a very dated but musical. All, but the, it's- all the monologues are from Suds Turkle's interviews, who is a guy who interviewed working people. Yeah. Um, it's it's dated, but they just did a uh, kind of a re, like a uh, revised version about 10 to 12 years ago with, there were some Lynn Miranda, Lynn Manuel Miranda songs. Really? Um, yeah. That was like more updated to uh, what m- kind of slightly more modern people would do. Yeah. Well, and it reordered know. the, reordered the, uh, and I think they left out a couple things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's somewhat, there's something like the, like the racist teacher. I think they left out the racist teacher. Nobody, nobody tells me how, um, um we cut that person out when I did it too. <laughs> yeah. When she's basically like, yeah, someone comes in and their name's Alvarez. I don't know what to teach them. They can't, all these kids now, they don't even work hard. It's kind of yeah, awful. <laughs> it's an awful, awful monologue. Awful monologue. And it's not representative of, I think, the teachers in our country at all. Especially these days. Who are, yeah. again, shout out to teachers who are still going at it. Hopefully, we're going to get back to school soon. Hopefully. Okay. So, um, what we're dealing with. So, the next thing we, I have to say is uh, Hannah, uh, Hannah and Luke still aren't talking. No, and, and Luke even but, says, like, I'm so glad I didn't sleep with her. He's, you know, because women get crazy when you sleep with them, Luke. And he's worried about oh. how it's affecting Sierra. <laughs> That's all he cares about. So y'all shitty. think about it. He doesn't care about Hannah. He just cares about his next piece of pussy. I'm telling y'all, class president syndrome. You have yeah, to be that's a good, that's by a good everybody. Yeah. You have to be you have to be like the white knight because I guarantee you he was the most popular person in his high school. Everyone and he can't handle it when someone doesn't like him or doesn't want to be best friends with him. And I don't think Luke is a bad guy. I don't think he has a bad heart. He's a, no, I just he's a bad I, guy in sheep's clothing. I'm gonna no, say it now. I think he's just that he is just a beautiful white straight male who's always gotten everything he wants. I think that's giving him too much credit. Um, okay. I I think that inside when he's whenever he's in a place where he he is not quarterback of the football team or the hockey team or class president he does not know how to relate to anyone else okay that's fair and yeah i i i find i find him kind of a miserable person yeah not i'm not a luke fan you would let him fuck you though uh yeah, without question. Okay. I don't have to like you to fuck you. <laughs> As is evidenced by my whole like the, with the bodies I have I uh, have yeah. laid out behind the, me. The litany of dicks my whole conquest aside. So um so Luke and Luke and Steven, they he says he's gonna try harder. Um Luke and Lizzie and feels like they're they're more on track. 
Um, and that's when she brings up her mom left her when she had kids. So she's like, that's why she wants to have kids so badly. And that's when I, again, I want to tell her she can do this on her own, but whatever. Um, and then y'all, there's a bunch of boring stuff. That's basically like a bit, the middle of it's just like a lover boy commercial. And just saying (laughs) that like Kyle and Amanda work so hard. That's great. The merch is doing better than the actual product. That's great. I'm glad Um, lover boy's doing well. I want to see, I want to scoop where they go, where they're having, they're like, let's say grace. Yes. Um, They're eating dinner. They're eating dinner, and Carl helped them make dinner. So, yeah, Sierra's like, let's say grace. And Sierra does a Father Weege's prayer. Father, we just want to thank you for all of your blessings, all of your many blessings. Pray, let, let, bless this liquor to the nourishment of our bodies. <laughs> bless this lover boy as it quenches our thirst. Bless these... Uh, Bless these pre-made hamburgers without buns to the uh, keto-ness of our bodies. And hopefully we don't get the keto farts the next day. And these vegetables, none of us really want to eat them, but we're going to eat them anyway. I'd also like to say, uh, think as our relationships, Hannah butts in. Uh, the ones and you bless lie us, about. The ones you lie about. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Y'all. Okay. I am not a religious person anymore. I was raised Catholic. I'm not anymore. But um, I, you know, I have my own belief, spirituality, and things like that, and believe in God, I do. But even I, when Hannah interrupted someone's prayer, don't do it, that, guys. Don't do that. That was like such a faux pas for me. And I I guess I guess I guess too. You yeah. do not at least where we grew up, you do not do that. The reverence of if some because even if I don't let's say you're pro, you're playing you're praying to Jesus or whatever. And but that's not their a, thing. That is yeah. your you're in the middle of your practice. I would never, ever, ever do that. It was something. It was it something. Was, something but she said in the middle she's like pray for all the loved ones and, and hannah said or the ones you lie about and so <gasps> luke kind of was like look let's just go fucking talk and get this over with because this will go well cue screaming match cue um, screaming match he says i felt really bad about seeing you cry um and uh and I and I I really it's a thought, weird thing to say because it makes yeah. me think. So, are you sad that you actually hurt her, and you're the no, one? No, that no, 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 no. Like, are it's you his sad? Feelings that are just, important. Like, his feelings are important about is it just her sad that seeing was, her cry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Or is it just that? Yeah, that's what you wanted to say. Yeah. Your experience. Okay. Just she checking. felt bad about seeing her cry. In other words, I need to tell you about how I feel about you hating my guts. Yes. That's that's. I'm telling y'all, this is fucking class president syndrome. And it's he, awful. It's awful. He even says, I thought we had a conversation of where we stood. By the end, I will I will have you convinced by the end of this season that he's a terrible person. Okay. I th- I really do believe that. I'm, and I'm after, not standing, after I watched I'm season not, four, I thought he was a garbage person. I'm not standing for him that I think he's wonderful because I don't. Yeah. He is my least favorite person in the house. Yeah, he's a terrible person. So – and also, he rewrites a lot of the history he's done. Besides, whatever you want to say about Hannah and what she thought. I wrote that. I wrote that. It's this revisionist history on his yeah. part. But whatever you want to say, he did. Because Hannah's a, 
Hannah is a complete mess in this. Like he, she's way into this. And he know the thing is, he knows how she feels about him. All it would take for him is to say, you know what? Really clean break. We're better off as friends. But I guarantee you, he has never said it to her. Because if he just said to her, this is what, you know, this is. And she I, would freak out and she would freak out and she would say, I can't believe you're saying that to me. But at least it would be done. But that's someone with class well, president syndrome can't say that because they want you to love them all the but, time. Well, it's this thing with a lot of guys have is they don't want to be a bad guy and be clear about their boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so and be, and be clear about what they want. If they, if he actually said, look, yeah, I led you on. I thought I wanted to date you. And honestly, my feelings changed. Then Hannah wouldn't be acting so quote unquote crazy as he's thinking she's acting. This is what happens to a lot of guys do this for women. They don't want to take responsibility and be clear. And then they're like, where is this coming from? Why is she so dramatic? Dude, if they have an excuse to do that. If you told Hannah, look. I'm just not at that. Because even Kyle says in a dick way, he's like, Hannah, he's just not that into you anymore. All Hannah is asking is for him to say, I was into you and I'm not into you anymore. Right. And he won't say that. Instead, he's trying to make her feel crazy and say, I never said that or acted like we were together. Like a dick. And instead she of just has, saying that, she would accept it. She would be upset, but she would be like, right. okay, I get it. You're she just has, not ready. She has the best uh, insight here. And she said, he knows that I'm, I don't feel that way about him anymore. And I'm like a dog and I, I'm, I'm like my leash is off and he doesn't like that. He's trying. That's why he's texting me every night. Yeah. And he wants the attention. He wants the quote unquote best friend. He's messaging himself. His messaging is Hannah's my best friend, even though, as she said, I ejaculated in her mouth twice. Um, and the thing is, you guys, with gay guys, we can be friends with with gay guys who we do that with. I've done it. Not with this one. No, you know, I actually, I have never slept. There, there are a lot of gay guys who've done that. And there are straight people that do it too. I've never slept, had a sexual, uh, and then been friends with them. Any any of my friends. Never, never, never. I've never crossed the line. Uh, but no, what about this? You've ever slept with them and then become friends later. That's what I'm saying. Nope. Really? Never. Never. A, a lot of gay guys do it. I have not at all. A lot and tons. What a prude y'all, you are. Y'all, every lesbian I know has fucked all of her lesbian friends. I agree. Yeah, they definitely. all have. They, yeah. But and I, it's just something I've always kept separate. Um, I don't think there's any right or wrong or I, but no, a good just, way to do it. Just frigid. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's it. <laughs> it. Just means you have issues about sex. Yeah, That's or fine. it doesn't mean that your asshole feels like a used water slide. <laughs> you know what? Got no complaints ever. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so they're fighting. Uh, and wild. Uh, they're fighting and uh, screaming, and she walks away. She walks away! She's like, you keep saying we were just friends. and. Yep. And she and she says, "I can't look at you ever the same." And this, where Luke, he I says, can't "Later, look at you. he's like, I can't either. I can't either." And then Hannah actually said, "I can't tell if you're dumb or playing, playing dumb. dumb." Yeah, I like that too. And I, I do think on Hannah's part, it is, and hopefully she can let this go. It's not about her; it's about Luke. And so, what's making her? What's gonna? kind of be her demise in this is she if she keeps looking to Luke for a resolution 
She's got to. Yeah, she's she's got to make. She has to find it in herself. She has to find the inner resolution herself, and then yeah. let him do whatever he wants to. Hopefully, do the other women in the house will help her. It, Sierra, Danielle. Sierra's uh, a wise bitch. They need Sierra, to listen said to her. End, Sierra said at the end, you know, when someone's going to yell at someone like that, that makes me think twice a little bit about Luke. And so, that's what Luke's big fear was. Yeah, that you know, class president no more. I'm serious, y'all. Think back at your class presidents. I, see, the guys even, Kyle even says, and Kyle's not my favorite person either, but Kyle even says, well, she has feelings for you, and that clouds her vision. And I fucking hate it when men say, now, feelings do cloud her vision. But so many guys say, like, what he actually, the undertone of that was, she she's in love with you, and she's crazy. That's well, what so many straight guys say, and it drives me crazy. None of the guys really, This is this sounds rough. None of the guys, the guys just tolerate Hannah because here's why she challenges them in, in their quote unquote masculinity. And she laughs at their kind of their, their performative aspects. I agree she with makes that. Fun of it. Dead on. That's dead on. Yeah. And that's why in kind of a lot of ways they don't like her. I agree with that. Yeah. Cause Hannah is a comic. Hannah's kind of absurd. Don't pull over. Don't pull over. Don't pull over. It's just, it's just an ambulance on my street. Just doodles. Just an ambulance on my street. Do 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 do. What song was that? Nightmare on my street. That was not. The- do, 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 do. That's what it is. Do 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 do. That's what it is. Yeah. That's, I went ring, ding, dong, ring, a ding, a ding, ding, dong. That's, that's not the nightmare on Elvis Street. How dare you correct me? No, that's not the theme something. at all. You know no. what? You you get one. You get one correction, you bitch. Um, um, it's something this show like, is over. No, I always said. I already did it. You don't need to correct it. This is going to freak people out and scare them. Oh, that's a good thing. This is going to scare me listening to it. I already told this, you what it was. It's not right. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm getting it to the key. It's going to take too long to get there. All right. I'll deal with it later. To the key. I'm right. Oh well, I have to find it later. I think fast forward it, bitch. Now, no, now we're gonna do it. Now, now you're gonna prove me right. Get that, get that phone back up there. Get that phone back up there. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Exact key. <laughs> Love being right. No, the key was right. The melody was wrong. That's what I was trying to say. No, it's the song. Must have been a nightmare on my street. That's, That's what I was. Yeah, that song scared me. I couldn't listen to it as a kid. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. Such a baby. You that's can't. You show. still can't even I'm, watch horror movies. I'm scared now from listening to that. Y'all, I'm sorry that we scared you. Y'all, that's the show. You can go to realitygazepodcast.com. If you're interested in listening to other Southern Charm episodes, you can go to a separate podcast, Sweet Tea, that will jump onto this feed next season when it comes Don't go to realitygaze.com because that's porn. It's not good porn. And um, we tried to buy it and no one's gotten back to us. So, Oh, well. 
Oh, well, that's our $20 we weren't going to spend. <laughs> um, anyway, y'all, you can find us on Cameo. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter. It's super important with all the name change and everything. If you're a fan of the show, go leave five stars on Apple Podcasts and Please. write a review. We appreciate it. If you, Please. If you don't know what to write, you can always say, keep, keep going. going Queen. We appreciate that. And y'all, that was this episode of Summer House, and we don't have a sign-off for this show. How about... Oh, God. I don't know. Um, you know what? Send it. Send, send it back. It. <laughs> no, this doesn't... No, I don't like no, it. no. We'll you know come what? up with... Bye! Go make someone a sandwich. I go with a sandwich. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.